Welcome back to the Carolina Outdoors. Each week we come in from our home base of Jesse Brown's Outdoors to talk about things happening and the people that are making those things happen. Welcome, everyone. This is Bill Barty on this side. And Wes Lawson on this side. Bill, it is, of course, the most wonderful time of the year. It's almost, well, it is Small Business Saturday. It's also getting cold outside. That is so true. And what does that mean um, for the rest of us this time of year? It means the weather matters more and we have to invest in being comfortable because outdoors folk always do outdoor things. So you have to invest in that. And uh, some of the things that are happening, of course, is many of the ski resorts are preparing to open up the season. I do not have the lowdown on who's opening first, but that is on the list. Many people are going out for hikes. Of yep. course, the leaves, uh, we talked to Dr. Beverly Collins from Western Carolina University a few weeks back about where to see leaves change and, right. and why they do that. And, of course, it starts at altitude. The high country gets the first changes, and, and we are a month in to that. But the good news for us in the Piedmont and heading east of Charlotte is we are just past prime on the leaf colors um, around here. And you know what that means? But that means you get to hear the song of my people. That would be the Black & Decker gas-powered blower that is <laughs> yeah. always on between now and probably when the green leaves come back. Um, so that's when you know, those earmuffs we sell are really great. They keep your ears warm, and you don't have to hear your neighbor's uh, blower going constantly. But if you're not going to be in the yard blowing leaves and you're not going to be in the, on the trail watching leaves, it's a great time to be on the water catching, well, you guessed it, trout right now. Why is that? People always say it's so cold. Trout, of course, are a cold water fish. They love that cold water. They're going to feed more aggressively. And... You know, we have waders and wading boots and all that kind of fun stuff. This is the fall is, I think, a great time to be in the outdoors or just outside. And I think sometimes it's important to differentiate between being an outdoors person and an outside person. Either way, get out of the house or out of the apartment or the airstream or wherever you are and enjoy what we have here in the Carolinas and beyond. Hey, this program broadcast the Carolina Outdoors via the airwaves of WBT Radio early on a Saturday morning. Outdoor drive time, if you will. These people are heading to the ponds, to the lakes, all of our area lakes, whether yeah. in the, even the Charlotte region, uh, from Mountain Island to Lake Norman to Lake Wiley and on and on. Um, they are putting their boats in and they are so happy because this time of year the fish are active. But also, they do not have to compete on those waterways with the jet ski crew, yep. the um, tubers, the, tubers yeah. the wakeboarders, just all of that that's normally going on in the summer months. And we like the summer months as well, but fishermen have to uh, compete so much with them. That's not going on uh, right now. And also, we cannot leave out um, our hunters. Yeah. Deer season is in effect. It started way back during Youth Day in September, um, but moved quickly into archery. That went the 11th of September through November 5th and uh, still continues. But uh, black powder, that ended but still continues November 19th. Rifle season is in effect all the way till January 1st. We do have some hunting in Mecklenburg County. Yep, a little bit. 
but a whole lot in the surrounding more rural counties um, throughout the Carolinas. And a nod to those people because they are up listening to the Carolina Outdoors, driving to that tree stand. We do want you to remember to be safe when you're going up into those tree stands. Don't take any unnecessary risk. And I don't know, you know, Wes, you did in a previous life Mm -hmm. work as an EMT in a rural Virginia county. Did you ever have to go on any uh, tree stand calls? Yes. Yeah, they're terrible. Yes. They're, they're awful. So put your harnesses on. Make sure you're transporting your weapons unloaded. That includes crossbows. Went on two of those calls. So please be very careful of that. We want you to have a good time. So just slow down and do it all properly. You know, it also reminds me, Bill, people oftentimes will, will lament that we don't have more people, especially young people, enjoying the outdoors. Well, let's take it upon ourselves to take an outdoors person with us, be that a spouse or a loved one or a young person, a grandson or a niece, introduce them to fishing or introduce them to hunting or photography. You can use your cell phone if you have to for that. It can do a lot of good picture taking, but do that with somebody else so they can have that experience and also help cultivate our outdoors. It takes all of us to make sure that those outdoor spaces are enjoyed, but also maintained properly. And it's also really cool to get some pictures of Maybe a mallard lighting to a pond, or I have a deer in my neighborhood that has Christmas lights stuck on its antlers. Um, maybe don't try and help him on his own. That'd be a great time to call our uh, North Carolina Wildlife Resources Commission. Let them help with that because we don't want to approach wild animals too often, especially deer. Well, now's you know, not a good time for that. That is happening. Many of our listeners to the Carolina Outdoors uh, uh, follow different websites, different forms of social media. And that is a real thing that's popping up where, um, and I would not declare these people as hunters, but but there are arrows in animals that have not been dispatched properly. Usually it's a a kid who got um, an archery set Mm -hmm. and has, has not been through a proper hunter education course or not been, you know, taught properly. Yep. And so these animals are surviving, but they have, you know, uh, the cape of their neck may have an arrow in it. Yeah, so. they, are, they are barely surviving. They are not thriving, and it is not a good place to be. It's not humane. It's also not safe for that animal or for those involved. So definitely be mindful of that. And, you know, Bill, it's, uh, it's this great time to be outside. It can be a lot of fun, and it can be a little less fun if— you're cold or if you're wet or you're cold and wet or if you can't see you know we think about the winter time as being you know shorter days but the sun is in fact brighter now you have to explain that that so so the sun is brighter in the winter time well you know yeah so we're actually closer to them kidding we're not closer to the sun but so yeah you know you you are going to be in more bright sunlight right now in the carolinas It's going to feel that way, especially to your eyes, even though the days are shorter. Think about your drive to work every morning right now. Is is it because of the clarity? We talk about it. If you're on a hike, you can look out Mm -hmm. over a valley. In the summertime when you look out, it's really hazy and and unclear. But when you look out this time of year, November, December, January, on a crisp, cool Carolina day— it seems like you can see forever. Yeah, you can. Put your sunglasses on, though. 
protect your eyes. It's not just a fashion statement. It's not just us trying to push a product. It can prevent your eyes from having things like cataracts, macular degeneration, things that later in life you're going to wish you had good polarized sunglasses, not cheapies that are going to actually do more harm than good. The wintertime is especially a great time for that. You know, just a couple weeks ago, Bill, I took, I bought a pair of our uh, low-light sunglasses for a fishing trip and loved those late in the day when it's kind of in-between glare. Without them, I either would have been too dark with my sunglasses or would have been, you know, squinting with my safety squints going on the water. Those low-light glasses are no joke. I really like those. Those, those are staying with me from now on. Perfect. Low-light glasses because the sun is brighter in the cooler winter months than it is in that hot, hazy summer months, even though the days are longer then and the days are shorter now. Yeah, we'll take our word for it. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, the word is, and you mentioned uh, because pushing products, he's Wes Lawson. I'm Bill Barty. We're the outdoor guys from Jesse Brown's here on the Carolina Outdoors. We mentioned broadcasting up and down the eastern seaboard via the airwaves of WBT, but we're also available via podcast, highlights of the Carolina Outdoors, wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, the list goes on wherever you listen. If you like the Carolina Outdoors, we hope that you'll rate and review us. It helps other people find us and get to learn and listen about the outdoors and all that we have here in the Carolinas. You mentioned the North Carolina Wildlife Resource Commission. We're working to get Samson Parker Jr. on the -hmm. program. He's been on before, a friend of the program. He is one of 200 enforcement officers that works for the Wildlife Resource Commission here in North Carolina. His job is policing North Carolina's shorelines, water, and woods to make sure that people observe the laws whenever they are outdoors recreating. That means when they're hunting, when they're fishing, when they're boating, he makes sure that they are complying and paying attention to those rules. He's a great resource for us in Mecklenburg County, and he works hard But here during hunting season, it's always perplexing to me that his season in Mecklenburg is a little bit different than a county that he's worked in before, like Lincoln County or Robeson County. A little bit more rural. Lincoln's pushing it, though, because it's part of the Charlotte Metro growing with uh, so many people moving into this area. But it's interesting. We still have hunting in Mecklenburg County. That's right. albeit more and more and more challenging to find a place in Mecklenburg County. Um, Usually they're bow hunters uh, a lot, Um, but we'll have to get Samson on just to talk about the challenges of hunting season in Mecklenburg, but also how it contrasts to a summertime where all the boaters are out and how the crowds amp the necessity for for what he does. Well, and think about, you know, if you ever think your job is hard, imagine the odds that he faces. There are about 1.1 or 1.2 million people in Mecklenburg County, and he is the one wildlife resources officer. Game warden is what most of us call them. Fish cops, good people, hardworking folks. He's the only one for our county with 1.1 and change million people. That's just fascinating. Bill, changing subjects real quick. 
when we think about favorite things, oftentimes we think about something that, you know, I'm going to cherish this item. It's going to be in a lockbox, maybe in a display case. But sometimes favorite things are those things that we use every day. And now is a great time to talk about one of my favorite things. Ooh, I, I'm, I'm, you got me on So the there's a handful seat. of, like, favorite things. But one that gets used almost every single day, and it's the unsung hero, especially in the outdoors and in our store, Jesse Brown's Outdoors, is a merino sock. <laughs> it's the humble sock, but we were up in the mountains this past week, and it was cold. It was, I don't care where you're from, 24 degrees is cold. We can argue what's colder, but that's cold. And if you're out there in a cotton sock, it's not going to cut it. If you're hiking in a cotton sock, you don't realize how uncomfortable you are. You just think you're cold and you have a miserable experience. Conversely, in the summertime, same situation, you're uncomfortable, your feet don't feel good, you kind of wonder if your shoes are any good, but you get that good. In this case, I like Smartwool socks a whole lot. Your shoes feel better, your feet are healthier, your feet are drier. Drier feet means the rest of your friends don't wonder what that smell is. These things are great, and now is the time. I'll tell you in July, that's also the time to wear those kind of socks. That's one of my favorite things. But the other, and this is thinking about some of you folks who do gift ideas, because the right sock is a good gift, even though we mock it sometimes. A good belt. I grew up, you know, if you had belt loops on, you had a belt on. So we've got some great leather belts, but we have some really good-looking belts from Wingo Outdoors. If you have a loved one who fancies themselves as an outside and outdoors person, these things are eye-catching. They're striking. They're really, really nice. We can cut them in store to fit. Definitely check out those belts from Wingo Outdoors. That's one of my new favorites. But, of course, the other, my other favorite, Bill, has to be my Solomon Shoes. <laughs> and that's a mean trick because we don't have a lot of Solomon shoes right now, but we do have a lot of shoes in the store to help find the right fit for the right person for their activity, which has been kind of the name of the game for the pandemic. It's funny that you mentioned two of the things that you mentioned, and I am with you. I can comment on all that you just mentioned, and, and I think you were teeing me up for my favorite things. But let me say, comment on yours first. Um it reminds me to a few weeks ago, and you can listen to this via podcast, Highlights of the Carolina Outdoors. We had Kev Martin on talking about Vibram Five Fingers yeah. and that your feet and your legs are a primary mode of transportation. Even if you're not, even if you do not consider yourself an outdoors person, most of us travel by our legs. Therefore, the two things that you mentioned that go on your feet are very important. First off, and here I go, Wes, we have, we have priceless feet. And then we want to wear nice shoes. So we have uh, shoes and footwear, hiking boots that support and protect us. They are um, they're not cheap. Good footwear costs money. The conduit between your priceless feet, these expensive boots, hiking boots, are those merino socks that you mentioned. That is like the triumvirate yeah. um, that all go together on this bit of transportation called our feet, hooked to our legs, hooked to the rest of our body that takes us on hikes, on adventures, to beautiful sunrises at the beach, to sunsets high upon the ridge. That's why it is worth investing in yourself and the loved ones that you may, during this gift season, may be buying for. With that being said... 
we have counseled advisors, trusted counselors and advisors at Jesse Brown's that help mate you to the right socks and the right footwear, boots and such. Mm -hmm. Because the people that love you in life the most, whether it be your husband or your wife, your brother, your sister, well, maybe not brother or sister, your mother, your father, they do not know your feet as well as you do. And that's where we come into effect at Jesse Brown's to help uh, counsel you appropriately in a proper fitting situation to make your feet happy because happy feet make happy people. Secondly, you mentioned belts. The belts we have at Jesse Brown's, that is what you mentioned, wasn't I, it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very men, random to mention, yeah. And this sounds old-fashioned, but men only have so many ways to accessorize. Correct. Many people people don't wear suits much anymore. So ties, bow ties, cummerbunds, face tattoos, that stuff doesn't count. Face tattoos do count. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's one way. Um, earrings, yep. piercings is yep. another. But a lot of guys still don't have face tattoos. I'm working on mine. That's on my Christmas list, and uh, in in wide gauge earrings. That's on my list too. But um, but socks and belts yeah. and glass, sunglasses, yeah. you mentioned them earlier. Uh, those are three ways that men, in an old-fashioned sense, can still accessorize belts, socks, and sunglasses. Yeah, Our sunglasses are pretty uh, Costa Del Mar, Maui Jim, Smith, SunCloud. That's where we land with sunglasses. But um, socks and belts, we have a wide selection. But I really do like the fish pattern wingos yeah. that you mentioned earlier. Well, you know, belts, we sell a lot of, we sell more belts than you would think we should, but belts are deeply personal <laughs> yeah. because you're wearing it all the time and you, you like what you like. Number of belt loops affect things and this, that, and the other. And hats. Hats are also oh, I left hats deeply out. personal. Oh, I left. So, That's a good accessory. Yeah, between wide brim fedoras and tilly hats and ball caps and truckers and We've got a, I mean, we've, it just, the list goes on and on. Almost everyone will say, I have too many as they buy another, or I can't wear hats. They don't fit my head as they buy another. Hats, wallets, and belts are deeply, deeply personal um, because you have to wear them. You have to use them. And we have them, and we can help figure out, you know, what is he like, what is she like, all that kind of good stuff. And then the other, Bill, the last thing is people love the gift of experiences. So get them a gift of experience, which could be going camping, going hiking. could be a day in the water with one of our fishing guides. You can buy that online. You can buy it over the phone. But giving the gift of experience, that's the nice thing about what we have in the store is they're not frivolous things. They are things for experience and for an investment in time. Well, fly fishing wading trips is on the list, and it's not just... Uh, a day's experience that's an experience that you can have for a lifetime Wes we got to take a break we're going to come back and wrap this thing up called the Carolina Outdoors if you just joined us he's Wes Lawson I'm Bill Barty don't go anywhere because we're going to be right back <laughs> 